ہیں I at least hope that it'll be uneventful. That's all I want it to be. You no, know? it should be eventful, but in a good way, right? Yeah, but considering how things were last year, <laughs> you know, I'm not expecting much. But yeah, but hopefully this will uh, turn hmm. out to be a great year for everyone. Yeah, And see, we might say that last year was absolutely, it was one of the worst years that we have ever seen in our life, you know, uh, when it comes to all the, all the stuff that happened. But I've also seen people grow a lot more. many of many people grew a lot in past one year including us right imagine yeah. if the pandemic didn't happen um i'm not sure if right ren geek would have released these many episodes mm-hmm. i don't even know that whether we'd be surviving through you know exactly. through 2020 if that didn't happen i so, think th- this would be our longest streak of uh you know keeping up with you know weekly episodes and stuff like that right we were determined that we'll put one episode out every week and i think uh, we were working from home for the initial few months at least uh, so that also helped a bit it did it did we didn't have much to do like we had our work I, especially you had a lot of work i was jobless for most of the time and yeah, uh, yeah. so it resulted in some of the best episodes that we have released i i can go ahead and say that right some of absolutely, the best episodes absolutely we have released. can say that if you look at as i was saying right it it uh, it created a completely different environment and a lot of things adapted to this completely new normal one great example is formula 1 right we are big fans of formula 1 i hope everybody knows that um the way they started they you know i think it started mid of the year or some somewhere after all the lockdown was uh, june july yeah. which was supposed to started start in march right yes but then they kept up they had race uh, almost every weekend um in in some of the new places tracks as well kept up with everything and it it was it ended up really uh, you know nicely as well teams were really competitive you know except for few teams <laughs> but then yeah so talking about competition right um in most cases competition results in good stuff you know uh, good things and all that but there are some instances where competition can be really disastrous as well um one such in, uh, incident is what would be the topic of today's episode is it tom injury <laughs> no Welcome to another episode of Right Rand Geek Show. We are your host Shankar and Vishnu and in this episode we are going to address the MCAS system in Boeing 737. Too scientific a name for an episode, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, basically I think uh, it's more or less about the competition between Boeing and Airbus right exactly so um we will go through what happened uh, you know there were two crashes air crashes which happened in 2018 and 19 respectively uh, which was uh, a result of a software update that was uh, you know that was given to one of the Boeing 737 planes one of the one one class of Boeing 737 planes it was called MCAS Uh, which stands for maneuvering characteristics augmentation system now if that is not scientific enough yeah it is but but you know what interests me more is that all this was a result of 
uh, you know software update right mm. so imagine microsoft they pu- push out software updates and if we just forget to update something right you you never know what can happen right yeah good that you b- bring that point up right because um i still remember we never used to update software in our system earlier right we antivirus we used to keep outdated antivirus which was really da- dangerous because these companies they fight every day against new new viruses release patches every day which have uh, you know protection against the updated viruses and stuff so you should definitely make sure that all your software is up to, up to date but the funny thing is we never had internet right so what does it matter <laughs> I'm, i'm not talking about <laughs> that long back i'm talking about the time after we got internet <laughs> yeah yeah no even back then we used to use uh, you know um, cd's and yeah. uh, dvds and stuff which we got from you know random places so I don't, you never know yeah we never had a major virus attack in our system yeah. as far as i remember anyway coming back uh, to our today's topic right so this uh, indirectly or rather directly was a result of uh, heavy competition between um, you know big big companies in um, airplane industry namely boeing and airbus um anyway before that i want to touch upon a little bit of physics you know um just a just some basics of how aerodynamics of you know flight works and all that kind of stuff because that kind of is relevant to this whole thing okay so we have all seen aeroplanes uh, most of us have traveled in aeroplanes as well at least once in your lifetime right um we and we know that aeroplane is a heavier than air machine as well it's not like a hot air balloon where you know it being the gas being lighter it's going up so what keeps aeroplane in the air lift yeah so it's not just lift there are four forces which are acting up on an aeroplane at any given given time right so as you said lift is one of them um so opposing to lift there is weight of the aeroplane which is gravity which pulls it which which is always trying to pull it down and which is a problem actually and then there is this force of drag which acts upon the aeroplane because of the air through which it passes through to counteract the drag um the airplane's engines provide thrust so these are the four uh, different forces which are acting so lift acts upwards weight acts downwards drag backwards and thrust forwards right so by varying these forces is how a plane travels through the air you know lands takes off and everything basically maneuvering exactly. through the air yeah yeah so there are two forces which are not under our control we cannot control drag or gravity right drag yeah maybe indirectly we can control by controlling the speed or whatever it is but thrust and lift is what we control so uh we have d- we did an episode on jet engines i think episode number 48 couple of years ago 49 yeah, yeah so uh, we are not going to go deep into engines and how jet engines work it is little bit relevant here so you can go back and listen to episode number 48 for more information on jet engines but coming back airplane's lift is provided by its specially designed wings mm. so airplane wings are called aerofoil the speciality about aerofoil wings if anyone is really noticed is that the top part of the wing is curved and the bottom pl- part is almost flat yeah so what why why this is designed this way ideally you know engineers who first designed aeroplane wings took inspiration from birds bird wings uh, you know are curved in the exact same way and the reason that this works is um, because of a prince it is a, a you know side effect of a principle called bernoulli's principle yeah i've heard of it but i don't remember what exactly yeah that's it is. why i said i'll give you a physics class so bernoulli's principle 
you know i'm not going to state the exact statement just understand this when the fluid motion is uh, faster there is a low pressure when okay. the motion will is slower there is a higher pressure so when the top part of the wing is curved the air passes faster through the, through the top part of the wing it creates creates a low pressure area above the wing but in the uh, below the wing the pressure stays the same so what happens when there is a high pressure and low pressure area you tend to move to the lower pressure area exactly providing lift exactly okay. since the upper part of the wing has lower pressure this pushes the entire wing upwards and as the wing goes up the plane also goes up right so that is how uh, the plane stays afloat in the air for this to be continuously be there we have to make sure that the plane is moving forward so if plane doesn't move forward there is no air flow right so there is no pressure difference that is where engines provide the thrust okay so this is a basics of airplane flight now if you have noticed of your if you have traveled in aeroplane right what happens is after takeoff when t- when you take off plane goes straight up um, to an altitude of maybe you know it varies according to the aircraft but it reaches its maximum altitude and then it starts cruising yeah. right and at cruising level um, you know airlines are always trying to reduce the fuel consumption right so one of the ways they do this is by pulling back the engine power when you do this the lift reduces. naturally reduces right mm-hmm. so what do you do uh, to keep the lift up is to increase the you know the low pressure area above the wing for this the plane starts to uh, push its nose a little bit upwards so that the wing is at an angle towards a level flight okay this angle between the wing and the horizon or the level uh, flight is called the angle of attack okay now okay. angle of attack is absolutely critical mm. to the subject that we are discussing today okay. that is why i am giving all this history uh, i mean physics lesson so i hope a- angle of attack is clear yeah so basically uh, for a plane to stay afloat mm. afloat yeah afloat to yeah. fly yeah uh, it needs lift and to create lift uh, what they do is they curve the aerofoil yeah aerofoil which is uh, the, the wings, wings. and it creates a low pressure area on top of it and uh, normal pressure area under yes. it which which just pulls it up right yeah. because of the low pressure area and when cruising at a high altitude to save fuel they reduce the power and puts it at an angle yeah. fr- uh, in comparison with the horizon yes uh, which is called the angle of attack yeah which without the thr- without this thrust mm mm-hmm. creates the same pressure which is needed for it to stay yeah. up so when okay, the, when, the, when the angle increases the pressure difference you know that also increases mm. but there is a problem with angle of attack if the angle of attack becomes too much there's a lot of drag that gets created above the wing and the plane can can enter in a stall stall okay. means diving uncontrollably and if you cannot regain the control that is it you're done and that's it okay got it so keep keep in mind angle of attack we'll come come back to it later now let's get back to the story Okay so we know um Airbus and Boeing are the two most uh, biggest names in the airplane industry and i'm sure that if you have traveled um, via flight um, at least few times you would have traveled in both yeah yeah just to add on to it Boeing is an american company right and Airbus is a french company french government's company or something it's a it's french government's company but is a collaboration between france britain, britain and germany, germany yes yeah. Yeah yeah Maybe. because parts of these uh, planes are built in different countries i think britain builds the wings uh, fuselage is built in france something like that 
they've been competing since 60s or something is what i've heard because there is a series about these two in uh, business wars right yeah. it's very interesting if you are interested you can just go check it out exactly so what um so yeah so these are two competitors right so if you look at airbus um, many many airlines around the world employ airbus uh, aeroplanes including the carriers in india so if you look at it i would have traveled mostly in airbus because mm. indian carriers mostly have airbus um, most of the us carriers u- usually use um, for obvious reasons yeah. because it's a Boeing, yeah boeing boeing is employed because most because it's an american company and not that they don't have airbus but you know very few of them so there's a big competition going on now who wins this competition is the one who can provide a jet which is efficient uh, you know uh, which can carry more people burning less fuel and all that so there is always a race right now what happened is this race resulted in them improving the designs right uh, airbus has one of its very popular model of airplane called a320 which is what if you do domestic travel within india right you would most probably be in an a320 yeah it is that that common it's there with you know any of the airlines that you can imagine uh, similarly uh, boeing had a uh, model called 3737 which are single aisle model which means there are two rows of seat on the either side and there is a single aisle in between yeah. so these are like um short to mid range flights right now how do you um increase the efficiency right um so passenger jets usually run on turbofan engines mm. right we have discussed this in jet engine episode go back and listen to it So turbofan engines have this big fan and the size of the fan kind of increases the efficiency and all that kind of stuff right so Airbus went back the drawing board their engineers spent a lot of time and they came out with a model called A320 Neo I have traveled in A320 Neo and it it became an instant success and they got a lot of orders and stuff like that Boeing on the other hand they came out came out with 737 Max that was their uh, you know answer to boeing um, airbus's a320 no max was like you know it had increased uh, efficiency and range and all that kind of stuff so these were head on head competitors but something say something was missing with the boeing guy yeah <laughs> so the way the, the difference is in the actual design of the uh, of aircraft. these two aircraft right airbus a320 is uh, has its wings much higher from the ground than Boeing 737 right mm. because of this reason fitting a bigger engine under the wings is not a big issue with when it comes to airbus but for boeing it was a problem so the solution to this uh, what they devised was to push the engines a little forward and move it little upwards okay so that it comes above the wings mm. right now this was all fine um so as we know for any aircraft to be um you know certified by the federal aviation authority fa it has to go through rigorous flight tests where you know they almost all the plane they do all kind of stuff and you won't believe how what a passenger plane can do yeah yeah right? it can do barrel rolls yeah, also right it can do right. many things which yeah which i've seen i think in aircraft investigation where a, car, a cargo <laughs> plane gets hijacked and uh, the pilot just as a barrel roll <laughs> exactly now what happened is uh, during the test flight of this boeing 37 uh, 737 um the test pilot his name was ray craig uh, he found out that 
the plane did not fly the way he was expecting it to be uh, because of the forward you know position of the engines it tended the nose tended to move upwards okay. which is a problem which actually increases the angle of attack hmm. right what happens when you increase angle of attack beyond a point the, stalls yeah it stalls right so that was a problem so he suggested a mechanical solution uh, solution should be found uh, should be implemented for this uh, but you know Uh, that would take a longer time or whatever for whatever reason boeing decided that a software patch would be enough right and that software patch is called mcas okay which is uh, maneuvering characteristics augmentation system now this is a software system which is used to control the angle of attack okay if you have traveled in flight or next time when you take a flight if you look uh, at the front side of the plane you will see it one two needle kind of things sticking out of the plane yeah. these will be at an angle these are angle of attack sensors mm. what it does is when the plane's angle of attack changes it uh, senses what is angle of attack and it relays it back to the computer within the plane you know that modern planes are mostly computer controlled yeah, right yeah 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 autopilot and you just take off autopilot and then land that's yeah, all airbus mo- is more uh, you know automated mostly than boeing wherein uh, you have the side stick yeah. controls once you take off nothing pilots generally you know uh, chill and relax and all that kind of stuff so they decided to implement mcas now mcas is a system which detects the angle of attack and when it goes beyond a limit it corrects automatically mm. so pilots don't have to do anything mm. so this was meant to be an improvement so whenever um, boeing 737 with the new engines uh, when the nose starts pushing up right this uh, automated system called mcas will bring it down to level flight so that was the intention mm. good intention right what can go wrong uh, this was implemented but the problem started when uh, boeing very conveniently did not include this in the pilot training manual or program or whatever it is so none of the pilots who were flying this boeing 737 max 8 knew that there was a system called mcas which was implemented okay so whenever the this thing exceeded the uh, angle of attack this mcas would bring it down to the angle of attack and the pilots did not know that there was a system which was actually doing it yeah there is a reason for that mm. as well right so when you are introducing a new class of air, you know aeroplanes um it is favorable that the pilots should put less number of hours to get familiarized with the new ones right mm. so boeing's intention was anyone who had flown a 737 before should just be able to get into the cockpit and start flying it mm. i think it included a 2 hour or 3 hour ipad training program that's it okay. and nothing more than that no simulator training or whatever mm. it is but the problem is they didn't mention about this mcas now let's move move a little forward in time uh, to 29th of october 2018 so lion air flight 610 13 minutes after its takeoff crashes into java sea mm. 189 passengers and 6 crew members all of them died there are no survivors right investigation started people started suspecting this uh, you know this system and all that kind of stuff uh, boeing said that uh, you know they can they'll be fixing it releasing a patch and everything um, but again 10th of march 2019 ethiopian airlines 302 with 149 passengers and 8 crew members crashes 
and this crash is somewhat um you know this is little personal for me i'll tell you why 10th of march 2019 i was on a business trip and i was on a flight that very day mm. right when i landed is i think when i landed is when i got to know about this so it was little weird like right the day you are on a flight another flight crash i mean there are a lot of people who are on a flight that day but this was something new to me exactly on the same day and the way these the similarity between these two flights was that after the plane took off and when they were trying to attain the level flight uh suddenly the plane started nose diving okay. okay that's it's like 10 seconds the nose will go down and pilots were completely unable to do anything then it will then pilots gain control for about 5 seconds mm. then again after 10 for 10 seconds it starts going down then they'll get control for 5 seconds so that cycle repeated and they crashed in ethiopian airlines um there were a lot of un representatives and all that it was a you know a little business proper yeah. high flight and, and this flight crashed to the ground at a speed of 1100 kilometers an hour wow that is almost the speed of sound so basically it went nose diving to the ground yeah okay so um then lot of investigations happened it was found out that mcas was the system that was responsible so there was some error in the way it read data from the angle of attack sensors and it was it decided that the plane is going at a dangerous angle of attack and it automatically started moving the nose down which in this case meant from the level flight it started diving mm. and the mcas system was programmed in a way where it activates for 10 seconds deactivates for 5 seconds okay so that 5 seconds is where the pilot could pilot could get gain it back. control yeah. okay hmm so my experience learning about this incident um i uh, listened to i think it was in daily or this today explained that's in one of these things i heard about this for the first time so um yeah they they were saying that if the pilot had known they could have just let it be yeah. it'll come back to normal and they don't have to fight against this this thing and they could have found out another way of just deactivating the mcas and you know saving themselves also boeing went through a lot of issues because of this i think even now the repercussions are you know uh, properly affecting them uh, with what i heard was that uh, boeing their factory is in one of the states i don't know which state philadelphia i'm not sure about it they have a major factory there and most of the folks over there work in that place and because of this issue they had to shut down the uh, whole factory and everyone lost their job mm. this was this was a, absolutely a big blow for uh, uh, boeing more so because they tried to defend themselves yeah right? yeah um they didn't include this change in any manual right uh, and they got a lot of uh, you know backlash yeah a lot of lawsuits and all those things they got a lot of press backlash and everything another issue is that uh, every flight has to be certified by faa right you know certification by faa requires a lot of simulator training where they have to showcase each scenario and someone from faa re- evaluates this the problem is in this case boeing submitted a self evaluation and certified themselves <laughs> now that is a that is of course you have to blame faa for that as well right you cannot yeah. give that right to a company uh, you can to self uh, evaluate and uh, uh, you know certify anyway that aside Boeing suffered serious uh, backlash economic issues because all the orders for future 737s were cancelled mostly all the existing 737s were grounded 
I still remember uh, after that day I was on another flight where all the 737s were on were grounded and in Bangalore airport itself mm. I could see I think which was a jet airways or something a spice jet or something had wow. the 737 wow wow so that happened and it was grounded for about 600 days I think last month December 4th was the first uh, flight with a software update and stuff like that it was only for some journalists and you know some crew members and all that two weeks back or three days back or something first passenger flight happened so this is the thing right some of the people didn't know it is 737 only when the pilot announced they got to know they were little scared but you know it was a trouble free flight and um today airlines give an option to the customers to change the flights if they are not happy about flying in 737 okay so yeah so for like 600 days they couldn't you know get the aircraft yeah you have to think you to have fly, to remember right. that this was supposed to be their best seller kind of stuff yeah right because yeah. most of the flights around the world are these short to mid range flights mm. um you know these jumbo jets and all they don't sell much in number if you look at a380 uh, which was supposed to be the biggest biggest flight i think it is out of production now it's not feasible you know having a big aircraft but not having enough passengers that's one issue faced by a380 a380 yeah. right yeah and uh, during this these lawsuits right most of the higher up people in boeing knew about this thing they had installed this mcas and it totally messed it up but they they didn't do anything about it and as you said they didn't uh, you know uh, take the blame for what happened even uh, when the ceo was asked like a lot of people lost their jobs a lot of people died and you're not trying to be accountable and would you take a salary cut for your uh, you know employees he said no i think he was fired as he well, was right? fired later yeah this was in 2019 mm-hmm. december or something when this lawsuit thing happened and um, in one of those episodes which i heard uh, they get a former boeing employee to talk about this how things were happening there and he was talking about how uh, they used to do maintenance and they used to find some parts okay which were not properly fixed and finally uh, the host he asked him like if you are traveling tomorrow and you have to catch a flight would you travel in a boeing he says no <laughs> he was an ex yeah. boeing he employee. said no i'll i'll not travel in a boeing yeah so you know um, i don't know um, it, it it's just negligence right what else can it be Uh, so airline industry where safety is supposed to be the most important thing if if the makers themselves don't you know follow the protocols then this is what happens the pro- thing is that it took about 400 lives yeah for people to realize a this. negligence that cost a lot of lives and this lion air flight right um just to add on the previous day to the crash it had issues similar issues and it was not supposed to be flying the next day it was not in a flying condition because they have to uh, certify a flight for flying condition and somehow they just cleared it they have a huge checklist and they cleared it just for the sake of flying an air- aircraft yes wow okay. that is what happens actually with budget aircraft carrier aircrafts right the amount of hours that the plane is on the ground is money down the toilet yeah. for them so they try to keep the planes afloat all the time and what did it cost 